0: More of the good stuff to
1: Central.com. Good morning, and Animal Central is certainly more of the good stuff, especially this morning. I'm Sharon Dale, and I'm here with my co-host, Jonathan Sinclair. Hi, Jonathan. Hey, Sharon. We've had a great time in the studio so oh, far. We've yeah. got little puppies in. It's mornings
2: is- like this that I realize that oh. I love my job. I
1: know. It's so cool, but we'll talk more about them later. Have you had a good week so far?
2: Yeah, so far so good. You're mm. Irre- a infection aside okay. everything's going so great he's
1: gone nuts in the ears so. yeah.
2: yeah who knows next week i might be dead no oh, no
1: no please <laughs> I'm don't
2: kidding. Say that. i'm kidding it's been
1: a hectic week uh-huh. when you publish magazines you have deadlines and we're uh-huh. going to print on monday on the next issue and this is of course canine so, uh, zone canine uh-huh. zone magazine my pride and joy i was thinking this morning there's three things that make it worthwhile when you see your magazines fly off the shelves and when you see how many dogs get adopted that mm-hmm. have been in your because magazine. Because of your magazine. Because of your magazine. Two went yesterday, which was such great news. We all get up and do the happy dance every time there's mm-hmm. an adoption. And, and then, of course, to see those stories come to life, to get all those amazing stories, hero stories. Um, it, it's so heartwarming. It really is. Well, this
2: is actually what we're focusing on today. Um, yeah. and we have two guests in studio. We have
1: two guests in studio. We have Ainsley Hay, who's with the NSPCA. She's with the wildlife protection unit. Mm-hmm. She's the manager over there and a vet nurse. So we're going to talk about people keeping wildlife as pets, okay. which is quite a controversial subject.
2: Yeah. We're getting that heavy yeah. stuff <laughs> out the way like we always do first.
1: Yes. And then we've got Samantha Berger from Kitty and Puppy Haven mm-hmm. and she'll be in with two little
2: adorables. Yeah. Now, I was trying to work out what puppies there are. The one I was holding, uh, I could see, was a Little uh, Dushant, Dash and Little dog. Little
1: who was with a puppy mill and who mm-hmm. was rejected because it's got a kink in its tail. And then the other one also crossed something, but we'll ask Samantha. I think it's just, it's the cutest puppy. So uh, we're going to be posting them on Facebook. Um, we got some lovely pictures with Gareth, with the puppies, in the hope that we can get them adopted today. Let's see if we can get the first Animal central puppy adoption
2: uh, one of our members of staff was also quite interested and he was asking me how you do it I have no idea
1: oh fantastic well Samantha <laughs> will tell us all the rules and and how you go about it so rewarding to actually give one of those little guys a, a good home no for sure for but sure. we'll start on a lighter you've got a wonderful comedy clip for us this morning I'm so keen to hear this we'll be back after
3: this I'm from Australia thank you I, uh, All right, good night, thank you. That's pretty good, 14 and a half hour flight. I just had to do that, that's pretty good. I left my home, I left my dog. I got a big German shepherd at home. Anyone got a dog? Has anyone got a cat? Cats are crap. No one likes cats. Watch, make some noise in the room if you're a cat person. Make some noise in the room if you're a dog person. That's because cats are crap. No one likes them because they are scary and unpredictable and will jump on your face at any second with no warning. You're sitting there watching TV and a cat from behind the couch, like what the hell was that? I don't even own a cat. Where did that thing come from? See, a dog might jump on your face, but it'll put a little look on its face like, I think I'm going to jump on your face. And you've got time to go, no, you're not, you little bastard, get away from me. But a cat just from behind the TV. As I take my big dog down to the park, the off-lead area, so he can play with the other dogs. Don't you think people make a judgement on you by the way your dog is behaving in these areas? If your dog's running around being a jerk, everyone just looks at you and goes, you can't handle your pet, can you? My massive German shepherd is running around humping everyone like he's on spring break. I'm there going, whoa, I didn't teach him that, I don't even know what he's doing, I'm Sorry. How is it it's law in Australia, you have to pick up your dog's poo in the plastic bag? Is it law here? Yeah. Do you know what I saw the other day? I saw a lady pick up the poo in the plastic bag and then she attached it to her dog's collar. How cruel is that? Like the poor dog, imagine what the dog's thinking. Just walking around. just. I'm trying to pick up bitches here and you've <laughs> And you've put a poo on my neck, it's not really helping my chances How's it going to chat up to other dogs? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> oh this? Nah, just a poo I did earlier, I thought, I'd, uh, I thought I'd keep that right there That does smell, doesn't it? I know Well you go around smelling butts all day, this horrifies you, does it?
1: Well, that was your giggle for the day. Uh, I wouldn't say cats are crap. <laughs> I love cats. But anyway, back to back to more serious stuff. We've got Ainsley Hey, Ainsley, welcome. Thank you for joining us today.
0: Thank you very much for having me.
1: Oh, no, it's only a pleasure. We wanted to highlight, you know, you always see these overseas programs in the States where people are keeping tigers and and even bears. I saw a guy who was keeping a polar bear in his back garden. So is that what? what is it that you do?
0: So um, I'm the manager of the unit and I have inspectors which work throughout the country and we go and proactively do inspections of all places or individuals that keep wild animals in captivity. So we work throughout the country, um, and so we either do proactive inspections to make sure that the conditions are to the appropriate standards, or we also do reactive condition uh, um inspections, which yes. are when we receive complaints to go and investigate. Oh, the to go and have a look. Yeah, and we have a huge problem because there's a whole lot of wildlife in captivity in South
1: Africa. Really? So it it happens here as well, where people yeah. are keeping lions, tigers. Yep. In their back gardens, yep. literally. Yep. What would you say is the biggest uh, biggest problem what what are people keeping what have you come across Pretty much you name it, mm. they can get it.
0: Um, the problem with the exotic and wild animal pet trade is that it's very um, novel-based and sort of it goes through trends. So when you get new species or even new color um, variants that the yes. people have bred, you'll see their flare-up. And also a huge problem that we have is when there are shows on TV like Meet the Sloths, even right. though the show is actually supposed to be educating people about yeah, these about animals being rehabilitated, yes. the pet trade peaks. You will, fi- you will start seeing increased demand. For sloths in the pet trade And you can get them? You can get a sloth in this country? Not this country yet yeah. Currently in the pet trade but
2: give it a couple of years
0: Not even on the black
2: market oh, Sorry I should turn my mic <laughs> on before I speak Not even on the black market You, We don't have sloths in the, USA. the
0: The trouble is is that generally So we've got the legal trade and the illegal trade But mm. generally if it's an exotic animal It's not protected There's CITES legislation which protects it from its When it's removed from the wild or transported internationally But as soon as they get into this country there's nothing mm. Protecting it You generally Mm. don't even need Permits to keep exotic animals So the trade is extensive And it is horrific And there is cruelty involved Mm. In both the legal And the illegal trade
2: I remember when Harry Potter First uh, burst onto the scene People were adopting owls Owls. And Mm. I think If I remember correctly The SPCA was encouraging Mm. people Not to do it Exactly Mm. Because parents were buying Their kids owls over Christmas And And
0: it's all a novelty It's because you think it's cool And it's Mm. the trend And that's what's happening But I mean These are wild animals That have adapted over, you know, tens of thousands of years to become perfectly suited to their environments in yes, the wild. Yes. They are not suited to captivity. They do not love living with us in a house like a dog or a cat, you mm, know. Mm. A safe rule, if you have to keep an animal in a cage to keep it on your
1: house, it shouldn't be there. It shouldn't mm. be there. Yeah. So what is the the worst, you were speaking earlier about a man with tigers. Tell yes. us about this. So For
0: example, in South Africa now, there is legislation protecting our indigenous animals. So you can't keep a a lion as a house pet without a permit.
1: But you can can keep non-indigenous. Yes. So
0: we have charming individuals throughout this country that keep tigers as house pets. There's one um, individual, we are actually prosecuting him and his veterinarian for animal cruelty because he went and took his tigers and had their claws removed, mm. which is surgically maiming the animals oh. because they're such big, you know, even if you declaw a house cat, they suffer oh, from they serious do. health They effects.
1: do. It's dreadful. Now,
0: you're taking a tiger, which is, you know, an adult male can, you know, be an extreme amount of weight and they're very heavy on their feet. Mm. Yes. And the way that they place their feet is completely altered because declawing a cat is removing the first two digits of their finger, right. essentially. It's like our yep, off. it's maiming, yes. maiming. So this is the type of thing. I mean, you can't keep a tiger as a house pet, but these people try, and he starts scratching them or scratching the dog, so they so go and take maim the 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 off. Animal. Oh, Yes, because it's spe- selfish. Yeah, yeah, These people are completely selfish, and I mean, primates, monkeys suffer horrendously being mm. kept as pets. We had that on our show uh, last
2: week, We did. Sharon. Um, the Talking monkeys, about don't the make monkeys. No, yeah. they don't.
1: They
0: are so intelligent and such social animals. If you look at the social requirements um, and um, behavioural and environmental requirements that they have now people get them as a child replacement mm. they strap them in a nappy they lock them in a cage these monkeys actually they go mad because mm. they don't have what they need to function mentally right, so they get developed right. stereotypic behavior they start with pulling out their hair that's repetitive mm. behavior and the problem is once they get to a point they will, they will start biting their becoming owners. aggressive they will become yes, aggressive they will become as destructive when they're no longer cute they'll then dumped on mm. either zoos or sanctuaries And these animals are or generally left in a
2: cage mm. Ex- mm. Worse, mm. Forgotten Yeah, yeah. Or forgotten mm.
0: And these animals are so mentally disturbed That they can't actually funny even funny you
2: should mention the nappy I've actually seen a little marmosette in a nappy mm. And on, on a leash many years ago And I mean we thought it was the cutest thing But mm. thinking about it it's Yeah actually, now that you know yeah. that. So
1: this guy with the tigers mm-hmm. Where did he get them from? Imported them from India? Or where did he get them from? We have a huge problem in South Africa That
0: you know Next to anyone can get a zoo permit, so you get some very unethical people who are getting zoo permits, which give them um, basically license to trade. So, what we see is animals will come in legally to zoos. Yes, these zoos breed them and then they sell them to the pet trade. Oh my word! Yeah, it's so when it's when. And I mean, we've seen it with coati mundis, which are the uh, they're South American ratu- raccoon-type animals. yes, they yes, came in I've initially for the zoos, mm-hmm. wait a couple of years,
1: and they're in the pet trade. And they're in the pet yeah. trade. So now, this guy, where was he keeping his tigers? In the house. They did have, he have a big property or um he's he it's, it's, it's a normal house um he's
0: what? got he's got high walls, he's got AstroTurf in his garden, yes? so and then he keeps them inside
1: and outside.
2: And, and what's the appeal for him? Is it the company? Does he have other pets, oh, it's, dogs? It's he cool, thinks he's probably. Cool. yeah. It's, it's ego. Status. Is it's it a, a protection mm, thing? No, 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 it's
1: it's no. an ego thing. We yeah. own
0: mm. a tiger. Like, wild, <laughs> yeah, wild animals aren't, um, guard animals. They'll protect their territory from other animals, but they won't, um, protect like, like, um, dogs would do mm. some dogs. Mm. Mm. And I,
1: I think, <laughs> especially with tigers, you see people like Mike Tyson mm. who owns yeah. a tiger. So, oh, it's cool. I want to also own I a mean, tiger. I mean, in Hangover, we saw them steal the
2: tiger. So is that Mike Tyson's actual Tiger. Yes, it is. I, I thought it was just yeah. a part of the Unfortunately, it, no, it is.
1: Unfortunately, it is. So, what do you have? Any? If you say this, it's not illegal. How can you go after these people? So uh, we're trying from two sides. We're trying
0: to actually engage with our government to put in laws to protect these animals. Because it's not fair just to protect our indigenous animals. These are still wild animals. They just come from another another country. country. And it's completely unregulated. It's out of control in this country. So we're trying that side. And then in terms of our legislation that we enforce the Animals Protection Act, which is the Animal Anti-Cruelty Act, it does apply to wild animals in captivity. So where we do find incidences of cruelty, we always opt for education first. But if that fails, then we will go through the courts and prosecute, as in this instance, and we've got another case now with a private individual who owned a monkey. Mm. That monkey got so sick with diabetes he mm. didn't care for it and the monkey had a nappy that he left on and it had oh. nappy rash,
1: like ulcerative lesions oh. from the nappy. It's it's absolute abhorrent cruelty. No, absolutely, because I mean any any pet needs care. Mm. Need, it's a lot of work. You know, you you don't just get a pet and lock it in Mm. the back garden. It needs a lot of care, expense, Mm. and, uh, but I mean, people that are living on farms and claim that they're doing this for conservation. No.
0: <laughs> conservation is a, it's, it's a term that's unfortunately abused a lot. Conservation means conserving wild species and their habitats. Mm, so not. taking animals out of the wild and breeding them in captivity and without a release plan is not conservation. No. It's not. Mm. It's, no. Prof-
1: it's generally profit It's for profit and, yeah. and, and or ego. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I've seen a few wolf sanctuaries also springing yeah. up all over the country. Mm. What, what do you find with that? Are these actual wolves that are that's also
0: being imported? Yeah, that's another huge problem that we have. So mm. wolves are wild animals; they're yes. not huskies. They are not very owner-bound animals. So people, again, it's status or because mm. you're lacking something as a human, you feel the need to compensate mm. by mm. getting a wolf hybrid or a wolf. And the but problem is a
2: perception that they're the same as dogs. Mm. No, 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 no. they They actually have different. different DNA, Comple- different personalities yeah. different. and okay. behaviours.
0: So wolves or wolf hybrids, they will always escape. They are highly destructive. I mean, take your <laughs> most destructive domestic dog. Dog and times it by 10
2: And are they particularly dangerous to humans I would imagine they,
0: They're they not Only if they're sort of cornered okay. It's very much the wild animal sort of thing Or if they're in a pack Because their pack mm. mentality does completely yes, overtake yes. And they're very prey driven So if there's any small, smaller dogs Or even you know cats or whatever They're mm-hmm. very prey driven animals Also there's no loyalty They will never be guard dogs And people think
1: Oh I'm going to be so cool not, I'm going to get a wolf hybrid piece. as a, hard, as a guard dog What is a wolf dog? hybrid?
0: So that's when you hybridize a wolf With a domestic species So either a German Shepherd Or a Husky Or a Malamute Generally But your your pure wolves And your wolf hybrids Even if it's third time Diluted spread, They still The inherent behavioral traits Of those wolves Remains And it's a huge problem And it's completely unregulated And these people get them Because they're cute They get to about a year old They are unmanageable These animals are absolutely Unmanageable In a house situation And then they'd either Dumped at the welfare societies They dumped at SPCA's They dumped at the wolf sanctuaries Or we have have some wolf sanctuaries that call themselves sanctuary, mm. and they're actually breeding and selling these animals, creating really? even more of a problem. So it's, it's a huge thing. Yes,
1: I've heard of that, that they actually are breeding wolves, mm-hmm. and it's very cool to say, I own a wolf. But really this right. was
2: actually a government project many yeah. years ago where the police force tried to breed police dogs with mm. wolves, and it was completely failed because their jaws came out shorter. So mm. the bottom jaw was much shorter than the top jaw. Oh, so I okay. thought it had all stopped, Mm-mm. but… To see that they're still trying to combine a dog with a wolf is very surprising to me.
1: Mm, And that's solely for the pet trade now. Hmm. And you see a lot of these programs on, on DSTV with these people who keep wild animals. And in a way, I think it's promoting it. I don't Completely. agree with it. Completely. It's an interesting program to see someone with a hippo in their house or something like that. Hmm. But it's, it's promoting owning a wild animal as a pet. But I
2: think in some of those instances, like with the hippo story, I mean, the hippo chose to live there, if I know the correct story. Or do they just capture it on their farm and then it's.
0: There's a variety of instances. Generally what happens is people attempt wildlife rehabilitation without knowing what they're doing, and they end up imprinting a wild animal, which means that you raise it very intensively, and the oh. animal thinks that it's a human. So, with we have a facility in South Africa that has a hippo, but this hippo, um, they hand raised it and she's imprinted, so she doesn't think she's a hippo, she thinks that she's a human. Oh. Problem is, she's attacked four people and killed Oh, my too.
1: word. What?
0: Yeah, it's a natural, it's a wild, it's a hippo. It's a hippo. You can't mm. be surprised when a hippo bites you. I'm sorry. No, you cannot sure. tame wild animals. You can, you can keep them in captivity but they have inherent natural behaviours which will always lead to problems. Yes.
1: No, absolutely. I mean there's also some horror stories that you that you hear about about these tigers, mm-hmm. leopards, whatever turning on their owners. But they're not Turning on their owners, no, they are true. just being no, what they doing are. What they do. exactly. Doing what they do. Well, yeah. Elephants that go wild
0: when they're being ridden by humans and then the humans mm, fall off. Right. <laughs> when did you think that it was a
1: sensible idea to ride an elephant? Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. And and so animals like cheetahs and that that is protected. Because yes, they're indigenous. Because they're indigenous. Yes. Yeah. But you could go and get a polar bear if you wanted to and keep it. Yeah, you're, you're. but why why are the laws like who sets those laws is it the department of
0: Agriculture? Mm. um, It's the Department of Environmental Affairs is the national body and then you've got your provincial nature conservation department. So historically, I mean, when majority of these acts were created, there were no exotic animals here because we didn't even have sea trans, I mean, air transport for animals or any of that. that. Long ago. So they didn't think about it and it didn't, it wasn't a problem. Whereas now it's just boomed and it's completely out of control. But yet we are struggling because our government who have the power to legislate this aren't. And also another huge problem that they have now is that we have invasive species That are being bring, brought in all the time right. Alien and invasive right. species mm. They you know, come from other habitats They are released into our um, environment And they are killing our own animals mm. Bringing diseases Clogging up our waterways Invasive plants that suck up all our water So now because they haven't um, managed it very well They have a huge problem
1: mm. And are they doing something about it? Is it on the table at least? They've
0: finally um, finalized new national um, laws so those set the guidelines as to what. But now they're going to be having to do um, um, invasive control. So removing basically these animals from the wild or these plant species from the wild. So because of the pet trade, I mean, mm. ring ring-neck, par- ringneck parakeets. You know they're common in the pet trade, and they're also common in our country. They're flying all over the show, but they are highly invasive.
2: Yes. Ooh, are they they living sort of wild in mm-hmm. South Africa? They've got their
0: own. Um, they've created their own breeding colonies, and they are living really? wild. Wow, but they are surprising. deemed an invasive, animal. An invasive and animal, and now they're having to take control mechanisms to try and
1: remove them from the wild. You See, there is a huge exotic pet trade. There really mm-hmm. is, and a lot of these these animals are not mm-hmm. indigenous to our country. Another
0: huge problem that we have is the reptile trade. So mm-hmm. now we have a variety. Of highly, highly venomous Exotic snakes And these are also released into our wild So if you get bitten Hmm. by a king cobra in the wild Here, we don't have antivenom for it
1: So do we actually have king cobras here in the wild?
0: We've had wild, we've had um, call outs To collect rattlesnakes um, Reports of king cobras in the wild uh, You know, hybridizing, Burmese pythons Crossing with African rock pythons The red-eared sliders are highly invasive And they're in our waterways But now that
2: they're here and they're breeding Mm -hmm. Then surely they they care to stay So they should be declared a indigenous species At some point To
1: But then they would Kill our Our indigenous yes. species But I'm saying If
2: these rattlesnakes Are breeding The rattlesnakes
0: Haven't got to a breeding point or yet; or It's or still an individual The king cobra So those
2: ones That we're seeing Have escaped mm-hmm. They haven't been bred mm-hmm. Okay
1: yeah. no, well, Have Renew- they escaped Or been released yeah, that's, the wild? That's the trouble yeah. So
0: it's either Accidental escapes Or people also dump Their animals mm. Their exotic pets If Too they get Too much hassle Throw it away Yeah
1: yeah. Unfortunately. And then they would go and I can't believe that we actually have king cobras out here now. Yeah,
0: we, I've, I definitely know one report of one in the world and a couple with rattlesnakes.
1: And then they would obviously prey on our mole snakes, our uh, wrinkles, yeah. that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, and then, I mean, some of some of them eat, you know, some venomous snakes, exotic venomous snakes, eat snakes. So it's a whole knock-on thing. And also, you know, the broader picture of diseases and parasites. Mm. They're coming from all these foreign countries that have their own natural parasites and diseases that their animals have built up a certain resistance to. Now, you're releasing these diseases and parasites into na- a naive population, which is our animals. Yes. And yes. I mean, a snake... A snake internal parasite will cross over three species.
1: It doesn't mm. differentiate, right?
0: So it is it is a huge problem. And of course,
1: if you get bitten, you were saying there exactly. is no anti venom. Exactly. So if a king cobra grabs mm. you, we've got
0: more than enough venomous tickets. snakes Ye- as it is. Yeah, we well, sure, sure. And it's it's just it's so irresponsible and it's and un- completely uncontrolled. I mean, anyone can go and buy an exotic venomous snake from a pet shop. Even oh, children, it's
1: huge. Even children. What they call the hot hot snakes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you can if you look on any gum tree mm. or anything like that, you can get anything.
2: But anything. This isn't going away. So what's the plan?
0: Just well, this this is it's ultimately in the government's hands. Um, they have taken the steps in terms of the alien and invasive species, but in terms of controlling and regulating the pet trade, they're doing nothing.
2: But you guys, as the NSPCA, you can't prosecute everyone. So it's just going to continue growing. There's, yeah. I, I just don't Education see what can key. do. Education is key.
0: If we if we could get a mind shift. If people were to sit down and really be truly honest with themselves, they would agree mm. that wild animals do not belong as pets. Yeah. How many houses have you been to with a sad little African grey sitting in a tiny in a cage, tiny, tiny plucking cage. its yeah. feathers, going absolutely yeah. mad, you know? We culturally we need to evolve past
1: this. We know better now. Wild animals aren't. We not should know pets. better. We should They're definitely not know better. But it's it's growing by the day. Go into any pet store mm. and you'll see. How many exotic animals are there for sale? Mm. It, it really is, is quite. So, so if it's not illegal, Ainsley, if you find a guy with, let's call it a tiger in his back garden, Is there nothing you can do about it at this stage unless he's being obviously cruel to
0: it? In terms of our legislation, unless there's contraventions of the Animals Protection Act, we can't do anything. So if that animal has food, shelter, and water, it's not being beaten, it doesn't have wounds that aren't being treated or any of that, then unfortunately our hands are tied. So you don't
1: need a permit. I heard of somebody who had, uh, I'm not sure, what are those little, like a bush baby? Yes. And and it was confiscated. But again, it's an yeah. indigenous. So, so if it's, it's indigenous, yeah. you you can actually take action. Yeah. But not if it's from yeah. not provinces. ourselves. We
0: don't enforce those laws, but provincial nature conservation.
2: If the NSBCCA ha- had their way and no one kept wild animals as pets or in captivity, would zoos cease to exist? Is that w- what the ultimate vision is?
0: From our, we have a huge problem in South Africa. Our zoos are not up to standard. So some of them may be trying very hard to be, but we have some zoos that are absolutely horrific, horrific in terms of standards. Mm. So it's very difficult for us to say, you know, we are opposed to wild animals in captivity for um, profit profit reasons or entertainment reasons. And um, the core focus needs to be education and conservation if you're going to be using these animals in captivity. Unfortunately, in South Africa, a lot of our zoos are not contributing to these. It's merely education and recreation, the the use of these animals. So the the... The problem is, is that we've got such a wide variety of misuses of wild yes, animals yes. in this
1: country, um, and it's all being freely permitted. I mean, you must have a heck of a job. I mean, there <laughs> must be, as you say, so there's a lot. There's yeah. a lot of this happening yeah. out there that but we it, don't know about. Yeah,
0: and it's definitely, you know, it's the people. It's people have the power. They're the ones supporting it because they're the ones to go
1: and pay mm. and visit
0: these horrible zoos. Yes. And then they phone and us the circuses. Every time. Yeah, yeah. The
1: circuses exactly. The circuses. I mean, that mm. is just they. They had a few marches this mm-hmm. last week, banning animal trading mm-hmm. and, and, and it's horrendous. I mean, these animals are kept in horrible exactly. circumstances. But hasn't there just been a law passed now with something to do with circuses? Internationally, yes. Internationally. Unfortunately,
0: there's been actually a lot of international countries that have either completely banned the use of wild animals in circuses, yes. some all animals or some varying species. But unfortunately, we haven't got anywhere in this country. We've been lobbying very hard for quite a long time mm. to um, ban the use of wild animals in circuses because there's absolutely Absolutely no way that you can provide for these animals in those conditions. It's no, very different no. if they're in a static zoo situation with very well enriched enclosures mm. and they can create their own territory, yes. but you know, being forced to jump through hoops and stuck in a train. And over also they there. travel around constantly,
2: uh-huh. you know, in the back of these big trucks mm. and yes, containers. Exactly. Yeah, but
1: So, so now, we're going back to this guy with the tigers, so if you have the right to now confiscate them, what happens to them? Where do they go? Are
0: there sanctuaries out there? So, yeah, one huge problem that we have is the lack of sanctuaries, not only for um, confiscated animals, but also for all these animals that are bred. So the exotic pet mm. trade breeds and breeds and breeds and breeds these animals, but there's nowhere for them to go. Unlike oh. domestic animals, we have SPCA's, we have animal welfare societies that can receive these animals and at least provide for them and try and find the new home. Yes. There's nothing for exotic animals, so they get dumped at zoos, they get dumped at SPCAs, they get dumped at um, animal welfare societies, you name it. Yes. But they still keep on breeding them because there's such a huge market. Oh. But we, you know, we have sourced um, sanctuary, proper sanctuaries for all of the wild animals currently being okay. used in circuses in South Africa. So right. we would uh, we would motivate that they would be sent to sanctuaries where they can live in as close to natural circumstances yes. as possible. So these
1: tigers would go into a yeah. sanctuary to yeah. live out their lives. That's what. We would want, yeah. Because there's, there's some people doing amazing. I'm trying to think of that Chappie, the lion, we call him yes. the lion whisperer. Yes. I think he also, well, that leads us to the canned lion hunter <laughs> who's having a big march yes. coming yes. up is, real soon. Is it soon.
2: the 21st? It's the I Saturday. think so. Yeah. I think
1: so. Because that's also something that's just, yeah, Abarent. unspeakable yeah. what's happening out there. It really is. So tell us an interesting, what is the weirdest or oddest animal that you've seen kept in, acti- in captivity? Oh. Aside from tigers, I would say that's pretty yeah. <laughs> pretty unusual. Oh, goodness. I don't know. I hate to sound,
0: um, I don't know. I think I've just seen it all. That is difficult. Yeah. To yeah,
1: no, <laughs> nothing shocks you.
0: Nothing anymore. shocks you anymore. Um, I think one of the things that I find the most shocking is when you see these just these poor monkeys dressed up as humans mm. and sitting there so confused, mm. so, you know, it's really, really shocking for them. So that that I always I'm I'm always very, very, very upset when I see that. Yes. Because the people and the problem is the people really think that they love their animals and mm. they really think that they're mm. giving them a good home.
1: But they're not. But they're not. Mm. So what is the the what can our listeners do? If you find somebody keeping you know, something mm. in the a coyote bee or something in their back mm-hmm. garden. They can report it to you. Yeah. The most important thing
0: is we need we need the public to be yeah. our eyes and ears. Always. So you need to report any cruelty involving any animal to your local SPCA, your nearest SPCA. Failing that, the National Council. We've got quite a co- comprehensive website, um, www.nspca.co.za. And then also the other thing that you could do is don't buy exotic pets, and don't accept it as just normal. That's mm. not what's right for the animals. Mm. Don't go visit circuses. Sometimes I don't think mm. we know
2: what exotic pets are. So would you classify certain types of goldfish, budgies, you know, those small yeah. little animals that we buy, that our we little just children, pass by. Yes, those are exotic animals. Uh,
0: the difference is your sort of goldfish, canaries, even cockatiels, they... You know, we we don't actually class them in the same category because their their needs can be catered for in a sort okay. of flight aviary okay. situation. But as soon as you jump up to parrots, mm. their intelligence, their needs, their mm. um, their requirements step up quite a bit. And that's where the difference is. So rabbits and hamsters and mice yes. are still considered domesticated animals. Okay. And those are not included
1: and in And what about books. things like bearded dragons? No, definitely exotics. Those are yeah. classed as exotics. Definitely. Every second person has a bearded dragon. It's a huge pet trade. Mm. Yep. Huge in the pet trade. Mm. And every pet shop you go to, you're probably 15, 20 beardies sitting in a... In a cage somewhere. Yeah. yeah, and
0: so many people buy them without knowing how they to care for them. They need a lot of care. It's not just like a dog and yeah. a cat that you can give food, love, and water. They, they need have lighting, specific heat needs specific needs. food needs. But I think that's
2: why when someone says exotic animals, I do picture tigers and yes, most people or do. Or whatever, they don't think know?
1: of the little the ones. Little ones. Mm. Uh, mm. No, absolutely. And I mean, in terms of getting a new law passed, is is there anything the public can do?
2: Any petition we can sign? Yeah,
1: any <laughs> petitions, and anything. Tra- at tragically, all? we've, we've
0: found through our petition work is that unfortunately our government doesn't listen to petitions. Mm. No, sure. Listen. There's so, so many out there. The power of purchase is what the public needs. Mm. Yes. Can do. Hit don't the pockets.
1: Put, mm. Do not support pet shops. Yeah. No. Do not, uh, you know, buy animals. And do not support cruelty. breeders. And report exactly. cruelty. Well, that's right. If they're not making a trade out of yeah. it anymore. They're not going to do it. They're not making money, so they're yeah. not going to do it. Yep. So don't support it. Enzy, thank you so, so much for coming in today and bless you for all you do. Yes. I mean, there's, so again, an animal angel yes. <laughs> that goes out there and, and helps our animals. Thank you for all you do. And uh, hopefully we can get that law passed real soon. Yeah. I tell you what, that day we'll have you back here and we'll have some victory champagne dance. in the studio. Yeah, and a victory <laughs> dance. Enzy, thanks so much thank again. Thank you very
4: much. I can't wait to get you up in the morning when the sun is shining bright. It's going to be another day with you.
2: All right, you're here on Animal Central. Uh Myself and Sharon, we're just having such a fat chat that we realized we hadn't brought in the next guest and the song is over. So she's just walking in with the two puppies. going to grab a seat. All right, thanks for doing that, Sharon. Uh, Ainsley, our previous guest, said she was going to give you a shout and then... <laughs> yes. Oh dear, we
1: don't have our guest in the studio yeah. yet Rush, rush, rush I'm like,
2: f- we've got 15 <laughs> seconds Where's the
1: Yes, the countdown So now we have Samantha Berger from Kitty and Puppy Haven Thanks for being in today, Samantha And thank you for bringing these two little adorable adoptables in Only a pleasure, great oh. to be here <laughs> Now people are going to see Gareth took some lovely shots They're going to be on the Facebook page as yeah, well you can go
2: check out
4: that tweet We've got a photo Oh, of one and of them. the tweet, yeah. we've got a
1: photo Let's start by telling us about these two little guys they're both little boys
4: they're both little boys um if I mustn't get too excited about them because they're not ready for adoption oh, well, yet. they're not. They're they, so tiny. Yeah. No, they're only seven weeks old. They're actually oh. going through isolation because when an animal co- – remember, all we do is injured and abused rescue cases. So everything that comes into our sh- uh, shelter could be carrying any virus. A lot of them are literally oh. on death's door when they come in. They don't come in looking like this. So you're
1: looking
2: for – These guys have already
4: been like with that. us for a good 12 days. Oh, They've okay. already had um, a preemie dog, which is for, for puppies that are younger than eight weeks. Mm which is a Parvo um, injection against Parvo. Sorry, I got fuddled there. And they've had their first inoculation. They've still got another two to three weeks isolation before they'll even be put up for adoption. Okay. From 10 weeks only do we start with adoption, if they're healthy enough. Some of them aren't even healthy enough. And then by then, they've had two vaccinations. They've been sterilized. Nothing leaves our sanctuary unsterilized unless it's too weak. Um, Then the person's given literally three weeks, and we phone and get the puppy back. So the nice thing is... You know, on average we're homing about fifteen hundred animals a year. Wow. And all of those are sterilized. So at least we're making a difference making in that way. Difference. Because by homing, which some shelters are doing or pet shops we won't even go into. No, yeah. Um, you know that they're giving out animals that are breeding. Mm-hmm. At least I know that every single animal that leaves our shelter is sterilized, which is saving thousands mm, from yes, being born. Yes. So these guys, as cute as they are, look at them, love them, think they're amazing. They're not up for adoption okay, yet. Okay, but we've people got,
1: could adopt no, look, them we a later got, stage. We've
4: got, we've got lots. We've got at least 70, 80 puppies at any stage that are ready and are up for adoption. Um, If people follow our Facebook page, we have albums on there of puppies and kittens yes. that are available for adoption. And we update it every week. So see, there's, there's no always, reason for
1: people, you know, a lot of people have this argument and they say, but we want a puppy. But there's loads there are of, millions puppies, of puppies. puppies in shelters. You don't need to buy a puppy from a pet. Store, you, you really don't even pedigrees. Let me tell mm. you something.
4: Do you know how many pure breeds come through our shelters? Really, Yorkies by the dozen, mm. Jack Russells by the million, um, Foxies. Labs, Jack Russ—I mean, every single every breed. breed I have actually seen over the last so that's 14 not an years. Either to Your say cats, we want a pure breed, Siamese, yeah. Persians, Maine Coons. Yes, every single animal yeah. comes through. The Shelters,
1: no, there's no excuse to buy from a not store. anymore. None Years whatsoever. ago, maybe
4: when I was growing up, there weren't such things as sh- there was no, an the SBC, and that was it. these days things have changed. I mean, Kitty and Papi Haven alone has been going for 14 years. I've seen how things have changed over the last 14 years and how the breeds are coming in. Before, if we saw a peak mm. come into our shelter, it was like, Oh my god, I yes. can't believe this. Yes. Now it's like Every second day is a pureb. And where are they coming from, Sam? Are they coming from puppy mills? Puppy mills. You're also getting people that buy animals that don't want them and dump them or give them to their staff in townships, Mm. and then they're unsterilized. I mean, the other day we had an incident – Thank God we've got a very good relationship with Alex because of our work in Alex. You know, we we had our clinic then. We were based there for four years. A lady arrived at us with this dog, and she said to me, please, you've got to take this dog. And I couldn't see it, so I opened the towel and there was the most magnificent pedigree Pekingese. Now, a black one. You don't get many black Pekingese. So I said to her, where did you get this? She says, oh, my employees... Um, have immigrated and they gave oh. her to me to take into Alex, oh. and I can't look after her. Now, thank God, this woman actually had common sense yes. because this dog needs to be groomed. It Absolutely. can't live in a township. But it wasn't sterilised, so it's not only our township problem. Uh, it's actually a huge. There's a, a lot of white that problem. There's people of immigration, are yeah, immigration, immigration or pregnancy. It's yeah. amazing how I managed yes. to have two children through. Um, having a sanctuary at my house mm-hmm. and my kids are now eight and ten and they survived. So what are you saying? People dogs. give up
2: their dogs because they, they, they say having it's a child. Yes. To yeah. have it There's so the many
4: excuses. You know, it's mm-hmm. actually very sad. Then rather don't get an animal. Yeah. Because to have an animal and suddenly you've got to move into a townhouse. You knew you were moving. Why mm-hmm. did not you yeah. find a townhouse? It's that's pet friendly. It's, it's a not anymore. Com- it's should not. Be. Yeah. And that is what's upsetting us so much. Before my sanctuary was literally Born for injured and abused animals And yes. now it's becoming more and more It's not my township animals It's no, now people dumping their animals Because of different reasons mm,
1: Every day we see it on our Canine Zone wall. We, Facebook wall We share um, yesterday A beautiful bull terrier Owners immigrating There's no reason that you cannot take your dog
4: with anymore Or my best There's is no, that they adopt it And six months later or three months later Or a year later they return it to us Mm. For,
2: but for what reason they just don't want off, worn
4: off. Yeah. and that's why i say we're very strict with our adoption process very strict i mean you'll often see people actually saying how dare we mm. we dare because we really really love mm. our animals mm. and also you know what we are non-profit we put everything into it believe mm. me what my shelter staff are paid and what we do mm. there's there's actually no comparison and even though we go through these hectic, hectic adoption processes, still every now and then something will happen.
1: What is the process?
4: What happens is we are very pedantic about adoption. I will not let an adoption go through Facebook, through Internet, Mm. because people will phone me, I've seen this puppy on your Facebook site. I want it. That doesn't work. You've got to come in. It's not a pair of shoes. You've got to come in Mm. and see if you like the puppy or the kitten and it likes you. Yes. First of all, first you fill out an application form. Which tells us if you would be a suitable home. Yes. If you're a suitable home, you're then taken through to meet the babies. Right. If you're not a suitable home, we'll discuss it with you. We'll discuss why we feel that it's not suitable, yes. and you'll be declined the then. They could and there. rectify. There, sometimes there are right. things that can be rectified. Sometimes there's actually no ways okay. whatsoever. Now, if you are suitable, you'll be taken to meet the babies. You'll see who you bond with. You'll fill out the adoption forms. You'll yes. pay your adoption fee. Um, a home check will be done within three to five days. And if that's all good and well and approved, then we phone you and say, right, your adoption's complete. Come yes, and fetch come your in. baby. And what is, what are you looking for in the home check? It Secure depends, property? it depends. Cats and do- dogs are both very different. Okay. Um, it depends on security. It depends on quality of life. Yes. Um, we also need to see what well, you know, what your animals look like, it's all very well telling yeah, us you're going to look, look at after our animal animals, and we can get yes. there and find that your dog is chained up in the back garden and covered in ticks and fleas and can't walk. Yes. So, you know, we just want to know that we've saved them. They've come to a better place. That's why we won't take animals from people's homes because those do not do well in a shelter. I've done this long enough to see they give up. Especially cats, they normally go into kidney failure.
1: What, if they are... Oh, the, the think of it, it they're in sleeping in the
4: someone's family? bed, they're part of someone's Jeez. life, and suddenly they're in cages. Now, my oh, place isn't gosh. cages, but for them it is. Huge We've got the most beautiful sanctuary. I mean, our runs are incredible, they've got lounge suites, they've got... So, for an animal coming out of an abusive area like, um. A township or a the road—it's mm. it's a step yeah. up. So for them, they thrive. Mm. To take out of someone's home, yeah, someone's cat who destroying is like them. like the king of the exactly. house yeah. no, sleeping on a bed. Exactly. Yeah. So it destroys them, and that's why we want them to go from the good that they've gone to because they've already come to somewhere good. They're on yes. veterinary food. They get treats every day. They get catnip. They—they they must go better. If they're not going somewhere better. They would rather stay with us. We are no kill. Thank God we home brilliantly. We have got the most awesome homing rate. Um, last That's year alone – and we were battling last year because we only just opened our new shelter after the whole move. Mm. Um, last year, we took in 1,500 animals Whoa. and we homed 1,300. With But that's fantastic. Exactly. That's and that was in between incredible. shelters. So what I'm saying is if that's the kind of rate we're getting of yes. 100 to 160 a month homing, we can, thank God, afford to be fussy because mm-hmm. we want the best. Yes. And no, it's not a business. That money that no, you it's, it's non doing your adoption doesn't cover a tenth of what you'd do if you got a free animal. Yes. And I
1: think also the adoption fees are, are so reasonable because they include spaying, neutering, yeah. uh, I don't know if you do microchips, de-fleeing, de- de-worming. Yeah, but, well, the, the thing trip. is when
4: an animal comes in, let me give you a process. The animal yeah. comes in, it goes straight into my veterinary clinic that we've built. Um, it's checked out by my full, I've got a full-time vet. She checks out from the gums to the eyes, to the ears, to the nose Takes the temperature um, Does a blood smear to check if there's any um, Tick bite fever, or biliary yes, or lichia um, we do a fecal float if it's got diarrhea. Immediately, it's dewormed, de-fleed, vaccinated. Um, it's also given Baycox and things like that to stop it from getting coccidiosis or Giardia. Okay. Now, that's the okay. second it's walked in. Yes. Then It's so already money there. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. That's already huge. Then it goes into isolation. In isolation, it's fed, as I said, purely on Hills, hills, hills or can can it good food. Um, so, it's on the top food. Anything goes wrong. Runny poo. Straight away, another fecal float on antibiotics. Vomits. Straight away, medicine. God forbid it gets parvo because some of them do get Mm. parvo and things Mm. like that. It's drips. It's 140 medications. We've done blood transfusions on dogs. We've done operations. We've done... We. Don't, I mean, there's one dog at my sanctuary that's already cost us 8,000 rand um. and he's not even up for adoption. And when he is, it's going to be 600 rand.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that fee you pay is nothing. Cause I think,
4: yeah. I think to
1: spay or neuter at a, at a vet is normally about what, f- 1500?
4: Somewhere I couldn't even there? tell you anymore, yeah. but I just know that, that I mean, if you're paying 600 rand for an mm. anything over a year at yeah. us mm. and that's fully vaccinated, Veterinary absolutely. checked and sterilised. Do you microchip as well? We do, but we don't include it in the six hundred. Okay. We charge a whopping hundred and eighty rand oh, extra. Okay, weird, I, <laughs> How know, dare you. I know. I <laughs> know. You <laughs> normally
1: charge. I think it's about 200, 300 to get an identity it, our identity.
4: our chips are hundred and eighty rand, and ninety percent of people do do it, and we we really advise. Them. It is, oh, yeah. absolutely! No loop, it's the only way. No way. Got to do it. You owe it to you. To but your speaking
2: logo. of all the costings, where does your funding come from? Mm. What do you rely on?
4: On public donations. Um, yeah. Look, we are a public beneficiary organization, so we can g- issue 18A certificates, which is awesome. we also BEE accredited. Um, all our donations really come from members of the public. We don't have any corporate sponsorship. Mm-hmm. We don't see anything from the government. No. So it's purely... Donations. That's and really I mean, sad, our, our running costs. Don't no, get they don't. You'd think they would. I they, think most of them are human based. They human based. They don't go for animals. Yes. Which is, is silly because we also work with humans because of our Alex stuff. Yes. We, we uplift the residents as well. Mm. We take in food and blankets and clothing for them. But I mean, our running costs are one hundred and sixty to 180,000 a month. Mm. And do you get food donated from the not from the enough. food industry? Not enough. Look, Hills has been wonderful to me, as so as Eukonuba. Yes. Nestle has just come on board oh, with Purina One. But unfortunately, because of the amounts that we use, the volumes, mm. it's never going to be enough. We spend a good twenty, thirty thousand 30,000 Rand a month on food. Yes.
2: So people can also yes. donate... Tons of dog food I mean Where Is there drop off points Or do you have to come To the sanctuary
4: There are drop off points As well at Volkswagen Um, Lindsay Saker In Hyde Park Is one of our drop off points Mm -hmm. Animal Talk Is trying to do A huge thing for us Now as well So they can Mm -hmm. also Have drop off points Parkmore Vet in Sanson Is one of our vets So they'd also accept And then obviously The sanctuary Mm -hmm.
1: Where is the sanctuary We're
4: in Midrand In Modafantine Road It's number 37 Modifantine Road We're just off Allendale off ramp Oh oh, right It's actually so close so uh, people
1: could pop in They can volunteer Do you look for volunteers? Look we open
4: six days a week We open Mondays to Saturdays um, We always need help The mm. problem is We don't like to have small kids Because sure. it, it becomes more of an incident yes. Because remember most You of land up babysitting mm. them As opposed I've to having I've got my own kids you. To be yeah. perfectly <laughs> right. honest And I don't let no, them come sure. So yeah I know l- l- let's, let's leave <laughs> yeah. that alone But um, but do you know what? There's so many ways. There's volunteering, there's fostering, there's collecting things, there's sewing things, there's making things. There's now, so blankets many wa- Blankets now, for Blankets, blankets coming up. It's coming. Yes. And puppies chew little blankets jackets. second to none. Yes. I mean, our puppies have no manners whatsoever. I've tried to talk to them, but they just. I'm trying carry to get you in our
1: canine owners involved because so many people are at home, especially older people. Exactly. That could knit little dog jerseys or little blankets. You know. The fleece
4: is better because with your knitting, just be careful because if you're going to Puppy
1: teeth in there no, too. The
4: nails get stuck, oh, and then you end okay. up with.
1: So Samantha, do you only things. kitty and puppy? Do you only have kittens and puppies, or I do you wish. have older? <laughs> no. okay. Um It was
4: started. Kitty and puppy Haven was started literally for pregnant moms and their babies. There was a long time ago. Yes. Now we suckers and anything that's injured and abused, I will Cats take. It. And cat no. um, mm. You know what? There's nowhere else that will do what we do because most places will look at it and go. Sure, that's going to cost us a fortune mm, because mm. when you see some of the animals that come into us, I mean, we hard and we, we still break down no, because I'm we sure. know that it's, it must be very tough. It's very, to see very, some but it. once they're safe, it's fine. Yes. So no, I do take, look, we haven't got the facilities for a lot of adult dogs. So I like to. Limit my adult dogs to mommies or small breeds. Yeah, okay. Because we haven't got place for German Shepherds and things like that. So everyone in the industry knows me. I'm a small breed queen. I love (laughs) small breed dogs. My staff are pretty killing themselves (laughs) laughing right now. Um, But yeah, I love small breeds and I've got a thing for small breeds. So everyone always phones us for small breeds because they know that just phone Samantha. She's not going to say no.
1: But Samantha, on a personal note, how did this begin? You
4: say 14 years ago. What led you to this? Why do you do it? Um, I was in the corporate world. I was actually a senior buyer for Edgar's. Okay. And, um, I had a very good life and things were going very well. And I started getting involved as a volunteer for an animal welfare organization. And I found that that was giving me more fulfillment mm-hmm. going there it every beats day. The soul. That even though I w- wasn't getting a cent, mm. something inside me started growing. And I just decided that I was giving it all up, which then everyone thought I was absolutely insane. My parents, my family, I mean, it was quite a, a nutty thing to do. I mean, I was in my – I just turned – I think I was 30. Yes. Now I was 32. You're giving Single away your white girl. <laughs> Single white Jewish girl gives up her entire career to, to become a animals. crazy cat lady. Mm-hmm. And um, I never thought – I always wished – that it would become a household name and big. Yes. But I never imagined because there was this little girl who knew nothing about veterinary. Yes. Who literally started in their townhouse with two litters of kittens. Oh. And I grew that for three years. It was it was started as Kitty Haven. And oh, right, yeah, yes, I, I started that. as Kitty Haven yes. And three years along the line Then the vets came to me and said Please you've got to start puppies and I said I don't know dogs I don't like dogs mm-hmm. Dogs are cat killers <laughs> And they said What you doing for cats You've got to do, do for, for dogs the is a bigger problem yes. And I was like What problem Well <laughs> I learned very fast mm. Because mm.
2: I think cats are better able At taking care of themselves When they they, they are stray you know? Is it more uh, that,
1: of a problem in, w- With dogs than th- cats
4: th- There's it's different because for every dog that let's put it this way, for every kitten I'll adopt, I'll mm. adopt ten puppies. Mm. South Africans are puppies. Yes, people. they don't adopt. So pets. the problem is that your cats just procreate and you have millions and millions of kittens. Mm, mm, okay, mm. especially your ferals. Yes, they turn feral. But then yeah. on the other hand, you've got everyone buying dogs and breeding them. So it's like hand in hand. Yes, you know it's it's interesting the cat. People, it's it's a
1: very it's very different. Yeah, your cat and your dog dog people are
4: very very different. I had a
1: cat magazine which I closed down in October because the support just wasn't there. It's very different. Whereas Canine Zone focuses on adoption, adoption stories, all those wonderful
4: things. It's doing extremely well, but the cat magazine, very people adopt beautifully on cats and kittens. Mm. But what? It's they're very different people. Your cat people and your dog people are. Two different worlds, that and I if can you'd tell love you love both, now. then
1: you then kind you find you could be like me. <laughs> yeah. no, then, then then
4: you actually like have lost the plot, yes. like I have. No,
1: absolutely. So, how can people help? I mean, other than we were talking about, can they make donations as well? Always, like a monthly, you know. If Debit everybody pay fifty rand a month, wonderful. It, it so goes, much.
4: it goes a long way. Mm. It really does. Look, a lot of people don't like to pay monetary because they don't know where it's going. Our books are always open. I yes. mean, we. Audited by SARS every year being a PBO. Um, veterinary things. As I say, tinned at the moment, one of our biggest needs is puppy food. Tinned husky right, puppy right. food and obviously the dry the hills, hills of or the Eukanuba. Eukanuba. Yes. Um Puppy milk and kitten milk because we okay. bottle feed yes, so many animals. that To us, <clears throat> it goes faster than water.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Blankets. You know, there's toys, because our guys get so oh, many toys. Puppies, I mean, I went toys. to the Chinese market this weekend yes. and spent 2,000 rand on toys for oh. our puppies. Because if I, they would I be just bored. wish that, that more of the
1: pet industry would get involved and help. I really do. I know Hills, Ikanuba, Complete Pet, they're fantastic. Montego does a yes. lot. But there's others out there
4: that just don't help at all. Which is sad, because it's actually we're feeding their, their mm, products. Their industry. Their Absolutely. industry.
1: Absolutely, and, and I wish that would change. I really, really do. But Sam, one thing I want to ask you is we had to get a lot of queries through Canine Zone. What if somebody is sitting in Cape Town and they see a puppy that's with you? Is that something you... Can they fly? We them have. Up, we've done. Green? Can you done, fly them?
4: Down? I've done adoptions in George, in Plett, okay, in so Durban, in Cape Town. My only thing is that person needs to come it and needs meet to the puppy. Initially come if up. there's that bond, we will organize home checks. We will do everything else. Okay. But my thing is, no, you can't phone me from Cape Town and say, no, Hi, I'm paying you it, and yes, I want it. No. And that's what we're finding and people are getting aggravated. Whereas when people say, I'm coming down, we say, right, we take the puppy off adoption for those few okay. days. All right. Come through, meet it. And off it goes. Yes, and then you can actually fly no to Cape Town, Dub, and George, wherever 100%. the case may be. No issues with that. I think there's a few that. airlines
1: that help with that. They too. are.
4: They are. And there's Is some pet um, travel places that do it. Yes, absolutely. That we have, as I said, I mean, we we sent one the other day to was a P.E. or Plett, one of them. Okay. One of our dogs left th- about three weeks ago. Because yes. I, I I know a lot of people go, oh, we'd like to adopt, but we're sitting in... A gentleman came in, in actually in last week, come to think of it. He was here from Durban. He came in, he met the little baby, waited for the home check, mm. and drove home with and her. And drove home with her. Yeah. Well, Samantha, I just, you know, again, animal
1: angel salute, We salute you. Thank you for... All that you do, and if there's anything we can do to help you. So
4: just to end, tell us how people can get hold of you. On our Facebook page, just type in Kitty and Puppy Haven. That's very easy. Our office lines are 010. 22407-Yeah, two, two, so, yeah, people are gonna remember <laughs> you will think, <laughs> <one. laughs> think about that uh, one. Because they're up and down every Tuesday. You <laughs> can't remember it, not. <laughs> Well, so, you know what, I'll leave it with you if people want. <laughs> but, but it's, it's like 011-010-2240760 or 63. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the and best is- And visit, yeah, and, and, and our email, info at kittyhaven.coza. Okay. okay. No, enough?
1: absolutely. Well, that was that was a great show. I think we learned a lot a lot today. Yeah. And uh next week we are again going to have some very very interesting guests in to talk to us about animal uh, uh, what do you call not experimentation with a testing, testing animal yeah. testing. Yeah. Terrible we're threat, going to yeah. do that and we're going to have someone in from from another wonderful shelter. So hang out there. Look after your pets. Give them all a big cuddle from us and we will see you next week. It's been said that a home is what you make it. It's spending time together. It's building relationships with silliness and smiles. It's about seeing eye to eye looking out for one another. Built with love and dedicated to saving lives, come experience our new kitty and puppy haven and adopt a new family member for your home.